Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We're going to start our reading today in 2 Samuel chapter 10. Sometime after this, King Nahash of the Ammonites died, and his son Hanan became king. David said, I am going to show loyalty to Hanan, just as his father Nahash was always, always loyal to me. So David sent ambassadors to express sympathy to Hanan about his father's death. But when David's ambassadors arrived in the land of Amnon, the Ammonite commander said to Hanan, their master, Do you really think these men are coming here to honor your father? No, David has sent them to spy out the city so they can come in and conquer it. So Hanan seized David's ambassadors and shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their robes at the buttocks, and sent them back to David in shame. When David heard of what had happened, he sent messengers to tell the men, Stay in Jericho until your beards grow out and then come back. For they felt deep shame because of their appearance. When the people of Amnon realized how seriously they had angered David, they sent and hired 20,000 Aramean foot soldiers from the lands of Beth Rehob and Zobah, 1,000 from the king of Mekah, and 12,000 from the land of Tob. When David heard about this, he sent Joab and all of his warriors to fight them. The Ammonite troops came out and drew up their battle lines at the entrance of the city gate, while the Armenians from Zobah and Rehob and the men from Tob and Makkah positioned themselves to fight in the open fields. When Joab saw that he would have to fight on both the front and the rear, he chose some of Israel's elite troops and placed them under his personal command to fight the Armenians in the fields. He left the rest of the army under the command of his brother Abishai, who was to attack the Ammonites. If the Armenians are too strong for me, then come over and help me, Joab told his brother. And if the Ammonites are too strong for you, I will come and help you. Be courageous. Let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. May the Lord's will be done. When Joab and his troops attacked, the Armenians began to run away. And when the Ammonites saw the Armenians running, they ran from Abishai and retreated to the city. After the battle was over, Joab returned to Jerusalem. The Armenians now realized that they were no match for Israel, so that they, when they regrouped, they were joined by additional Armenian troops summoned by Hadiezer from the other side of the Euphrates River. These troops arrived at Helham under the command of Shokabah, the commander of Hadiezer's forces. When David heard what was happening, he mobilized all Israel, crossed the Jordan River, and led the army to Helam. The Armenians positioned themselves in battle formation and fought against David. 
But again, the Armenians fled from the Israelites. This time, David's forces killed 700 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers, including Shokbah, the commander of their army. When all the kings allied with Hadiezer saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they surrendered to Israel and became their subjects. After that, the Armenians were afraid to help the Ammonites. The parallel passage is found in 1 Chronicles chapter 19. Sometime after this, King Nahash of the Ammonites died and his son Hanan became king. David said, I'm going to show loyalty to Hanan because his father Nahash was always loyal to me. So David sent messengers to express sympathy to Hanan about his father's death. But when David's ambassadors arrived in the land of Amnon, the Ammonite commander said to Hanan, Do you really think these men are coming here to honor your father? No. David has sent them to spy out the land so that they can come in and conquer it. So Hanan seized David's ambassadors, shaved them, cut off their robes at the buttocks, and sent them back to David in shame. When David heard what had happened to the men, he sent messengers to tell them, Stay in Jericho until your beards grow out, and then come back. For they felt deep shame because of their appearance. When the people of Amnon realized how seriously they had angered David, Hanan and the Ammonites sent 70,000 75,000 pounds of silver to hire chariots and charioteers from Aram Naharam, Aram Maka, and Zobah. They also hired 32,000 chariots and secured the support of the king of Mecca and his army. These forces camped at Mediba, where they joined by the Ammonite troops that Hanan had recruited from his own towns. When David heard about this, he sent Joab and all his warriors to fight them. The Ammonite troops came out and drew up their battle lines at the entrance of the city, while the other kings positioned themselves to fight in the open fields. When Joab saw he would have to fight on both the front and the rear, he chose some of Israel's elite troops and placed them under his personal command to fight the Armenians in the fields. He left the rest of the army under the command of his brother Abishai, who was to attack the Ammonites. If the Armenians are too strong for me, then come over and help me, Joab told his brother. And if the Ammonites are too strong for you, I will help you. Be courageous. Let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. May the Lord's will be done. Then Joab and his troops attacked. The Armenians began to run away. And when the Ammonites saw the Armenians running, they also ran from Abishai and retreated into the city. Then Joab returned to Jerusalem. The Armenians now realized that they were no match for Israel, so they sent messengers and summoned additional Armenian troops from the other side of the Euphrates River. These troops were under the command of Shokbah, the commander of Hadiezer's forces. When David heard what was happening, he mobilized all Israel, crossed the Jordan River, and positioned his troops in battle formation. 
Then David engaged the Armenians in battle, and they fought against him. But again, the Armenians fled the Israelites. This time, David's forces killed 7,000 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers, including Shokbah, the commander of the army. When Hadiezer's allies saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they surrendered to David and became his subjects. After that, the Armenians were no longer willing to help the Ammonites. Finally, we're going to be reading Psalm 20. For the choir director, a psalm of David. In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May he send you help from his sanctuary and strengthen you from Jerusalem. May he remember all your gifts and look favorably on your burnt offerings. Interlude. May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. Now I know that the Lord rescues his anointed king. He will answer him from his holy heaven and rescue him by his great power. Some nations boast of their chariots and horses, but we boast in the name of the Lord our God. Those nations fall down and collapse, but we will rise up and stand firm. Give victory to our King, O Lord. Answer our cry for help. In the beginning of today's reading in 2 Samuel 10, we see David's attempt to send a diplomatic mission when the Ammonites' king died and a new king is crowned. The Ammonites' new king, Hanan, accepted bad advice and as a result humiliated the representatives of King David. We read in verse 4, So Hanan seized David's ambassadors and shaved off half of each man's beard, cut off their robes at the buttocks, and sent them back to David in shame. This act would be highly insulting, both against God's law, and it was extremely humiliating for the men themselves. Now, David would respond to the breaking of the peace from Amnon with a military response. But but before doing so, he acted as a good shepherd of the Lord's flock, ministering to the needs of the victimized men before tending to the Ammonites. He ordered the delegation to stay in Jericho the first Israelite settlement west of the Jordan on their way back to Jerusalem until their beards had grown back. David's decree permitted the men to avoid the multiplying of their humiliation by having to appear in disgrace before their families and at the royal court in Jerusalem. David was more concerned about his men rather than the other duties as king. Those would be taken care of in due course, 
but his first concern was the men who had represented him. People are more important than plans. For some of us, this is a difficult principle to live by, but it is so important that we do so. People should always have more value than our goals, our ambitions, and even our responsibilities. This does does not mean that we ignore those, but we must remember this principle as we strive to do the other parts of life. We could ignore people, their needs, their feelings, but when we care for the person first, we might just find that our plans are accomplished easier because we have shown that we care. Jesus taught in Matthew 7:12, "Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you." In a world that only looks out for oneself, this better way will clearly show the Lord in our actions and in what we do. May we do to others like we would want them to do to us. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.